He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for choosing Slick Talk to be the podcast that you listen to today. I think, like I say in this podcast later in the episode, this is my favorite episode I've ever done. And I don't know why, but I think it's just because the overall creativity I saw with this company is insane. And I love where they're going. And I love just seeing the future in my head I'm able to see with this company. So go ahead, listen to the episode, tell us what you think. And listen all the way through for a little surprise for all our listeners. Um, Today's special guest is Drew Glover. He is the CEO and co-founder of Welcome. It's a welcome box for anybody who's in Airbnb, hotels, or overall wanting to enhance life experiences through curating moments. This box comes with amazing amenities such as soaps, snacks, uh, face masks, toothbrush, chocolate, you name it. It's got all sorts of stuff. They have over 500 items on catalog and ready to go to curate the specific moment for your season and your life. So go ahead, check out welcome, or sorry, getwelcomebox.com. You'll find out everything you need to know there. Go ahead, listen to the episode all the way through. Yes, all the way through everybody, because there's a little surprise sneak peek for you at the end. And so excited. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Give Drew, if there's a applause button, give Drew Glover and welcome a huge round of applause and check out their company. If you are in the Airbnb or just overall hospitality market, go ahead and check it out at getwelcomebox.com. Hey, Drew, thank you for joining the show today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good, good. So, man, let's just kind of dive in to, I really want to just touch base on your story and welcome story. So kind of just give us the overall creative thought on kind of like your background. You know, are you an entrepreneur before? Kind of what's what's the deal with you, man? Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, thanks again for having me. Uh, super excited to be on and a big fan of your podcast. Um Thank you. Yeah. In, instead, in terms of in terms of what Welcome's really doing today is we're doing a few things. Um, we are um, the, really the main crux of what we do today is we are a subscription hospitality box for short-term renters to gift to their guests upon arrival. Um, yes, sir. And when I say gift, when I say gift to your guests, what I really mean is um, really provide a, a really incredible moment as individuals arrive to their Airbnb and trying to elevate that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome also focuses on a few other things. You know, really, we're big believers in elevating experiences in life's most vulnerable moments, essentially through brand partnership and, and, and product discovery. So we also work with really large companies, anywhere from hotels to large property management companies, all the way to kind of short term and long term um, long term rental opportunities for those individuals to and those companies to be able to offer and elevate those specific moments as well. Perfect. So 
not not to be making a pun or anything, but your guys are kind of thinking outside the box by using a box. Yes, yes, no, I, I like that. Um, so yeah, we we essentially you utilize the box as the vessel, but really mm-hmm. everything inside the vessel is is kind of obsessively curated to um to to really match up with our hosts and also match up with the different companies we work with. So for example, we'll work with a company and they'll tell us all about their guests and the whole look and feel and vibe of the space they're trying to enhance. And then we will actually curate our boxes based on the type of experience they're trying to deliver to their guests. Um, I I guess something we always kind of playfully say is we're trying to offer um, the guests the hotel experience without necessarily giving um, them the hotel. Okay, perfect. So for the listeners out there, like this box is more is more of an amenity box. There's snacks, there's soaps, there's toothbrushes, there's, you know, curated, like you said, curated amenities in this box that either relate to the season, the hotel, the brand, uh, whatever that may be for these specific um, travelers. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So yeah, our typical box is split down the middle between call it bathroom amenities and the other half being on the go snacks, really trying to satiate and, and, um, and make it so those travelers at the end of a long day can kind of be able to solve for a few things. And the first one being hunger and the second one being, you know, just feeling dirty and kind of jet lagged and wanting to clean up. Um, however, we, we also do kind of offer the ability to, to take advantage of other box experiences as well as what I said with other companies. If, some one of our one of our clients just wants snacks, and we're more than willing to be flexible there. But um, again, really trying to match up the experience to our clients' experience because um, we want to make sure that they're enhancing that experience, and they're not just offering something that's a little off-brand. So yeah, you guys are pretty much elevating the moments of an everyday life of a traveler, uh, but not not just in hospitality. You're elevating moments of anticipating their needs, which. I really, I think the reason why this is one of my favorite episodes, and actually, I think, yeah, I'm going to claim it. This is my favorite episode because (laughs) of, I've been doing hospitality for a little bit, and I've seen a lot of different properties and, you know, different niches inside of the hospitality industry, and you guys really follow the fundamentals. You're anticipating the the guest needs, you're, you know... Your first impression, which is huge, you know, hoteliers say, you know, you have seven seconds to win over your guest, um, whether that's with music in the lobby or, you know, good amenities or, you know, just a smile and a a hello. Um, You're really staying with the fundamentals, but then also creating something a little creative with branding, partnership, and really a, a beautiful way of marketing. Yeah, thanks. You know, the whole company really was born out of the idea of first impressions are everything. Uh And, um, you know, that's everything from meeting some, someone for the first time all the way to, um, welcoming someone into your house for the 20th time. But, um, every single time someone comes to your hotel, every single time someone comes to your house, every single time you meet someone, even if you met them before, it's another opportunity for a first impression. And so we are just big believers that, you know, you should always be trying to elevate that first impression um, through, you know, essentially all the different senses that people crave, right? If that is, um, if that is simply happiness, if that's joy, if that's comfort, if that's relief, 
um, we just really want to give everyone the opportunity to um, to take advantage of that. And again, we want our clients to be able to offer that because that's an amazing feeling in itself is to know that you're making and you're, you're really you're 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 keeping your guests happy um, that you know that they're having a great stay. And then for the guest side, of course, it's something that is just so unexpected. And we always play around. I come from a design background and one, one words we always throw around are surprise and delight. Like as long uh-huh. as you can stick to those two, those two words and make sure that you're preaching it and pushing it and everything you do from a design standpoint, then um, mo- more often than not, folks are going to be incredibly, incredibly happy with the in with the end experience. I couldn't agree more with that. And also from, from what I've learned in my time in the industry, just with hotels and Airbnbs and all that stuff, you're really adding value to that guest, um, whether they're there for uh, a wedding, a memorial, a quick last minute trip. Um, you know, obviously their, their money and time to of course stay with you and to pick you and to pay for your product and service um, is huge alone, but to add a little bit of more value to their dollar that they're spending by staying with you for the one, three, five, maybe six, seven nights. um, Really, I personally, not only would I be satisfied with the little snack when I get to my hotel or Airbnb, but I feel like my dollar, you know, has spread more than just a place to lay my head or a place to shower before I go out and do my activities. Totally, totally. And, and, and I mean, one thing that one thing that's, that's incredible about first impressions, which you only really start thinking about what you think about something that's so simple as, as a first impression, you really start diving into all the different ends of it. And mm-hmm. as great as it makes you feel upon entry or, or upon the, the opening that box for the first time or, you know, getting that soap or that snack that's like immediate relief. Um, the other amazing thing about it is it lasts forever. Um, you're always going to remember that time that person did that thing when you met them for the first time. It's this like punch of, of like, you know, surprise and delight that hits you. And it always kind of leaves this lasting mark. So we're just really obsessed with that at Welcome um, and, and really just trying to make sure that we help not only our clients, but also really all hosts out there as well. Yeah. Um, really, really helping them take advantage of that moment and not take it for granted. Um you know, one thing we we've seen in this, especially the short-term rental market, is a lot of these hosts they see it as a way to earn extra income, mm-hmm. and it's a very reactive thing. They're saying, you know what, I have space, let me throw it up on Airbnb. What they forget a lot of the time is they're not only opening up their space, but they're becoming a small, a very very small in this particular example, a small hotel. Yeah, and there's certain expectations that come with that, and we always talk about when you think about going on Airbnb or VRBO or turnkey, Mm -hmm. you of course can see these photos, but the one thing it's lacking is a standard. That's one thing hotels always have, right? You know, um, is you always know what you're going to get because they're so hyper obsessed about the brand and what they're delivering, right? When you go to a W hotel, you know exactly the vibe you're going to get. Exactly. Um, But that's one thing you just can't get today when the, in the short term, um, rental market. So that's something we're also trying to help with is just make it so that when people are not just arriving, but also booking, there is a much higher likelihood that they are going to not only they're going to be able to get exactly what they see through those through that photography or through the explanation or the description of that specific space. No, totally. Like that's uh, 
kind of what you were you were saying. Like I stay at Marriott often because I know the brand is consistent and I know the brand is good. I know what I'm going to get out of it. Um, and for me, as like an entrepreneurial business standpoint and point of view, what I really I think the more we dive into welcome itself, not just like the box and its look and the like the mission of it of enhancing moments and everything else, but like you're really a white label marketing concept or tool for these properties, whether it's an Airbnb, VRBO, a Marriott, an independent boutique hotel, whatever it may be, you're really able to not only have your brand and logo, but also be a white label for theirs. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. For, for us, you know, our ultimate goal, and you kind of hit the nail on the head there is to essentially become that marketing platform. Um, You know, today we're in this maker revolution where everyone can make whatever they want. They can invent whatever they want. If they have an idea, they can make it come to reality. You know, we talk about websites like Alibaba. We talk about Uh immediate access to be able to build prototypes today. Um, One thing we saw when we were building Welcome is that there's, there's this incredible opportunity to work with thousands of different brands that are trying to make a mark on this world. So what we do is we don't just you know, put the bat signal out and say, all, you know, all brands come to us and we'll accept you. Exactly. We go out and we look for brands that we know have beautiful packaging that are environmentally safe. That yeah. uh, have been like thought about time and time again. And you can tell they went to thousands of different prototypes before they landed on that one that they've b- begun to sell. And, and, and we know that there are all these brands and, and products are looking for really creative ways to market. So really, you know, what we focus on um, on a daily basis is how can we connect really amazing up and coming brands to um, really great businesses that are trying to create that standard and bring them together to elevate moments that are incredibly important to their guests. And again, like we talk about maybe that's, you know, getting a membership at a gym. Maybe it's maybe it's um, it's that that moment where you sign up to be a Bonvoy member at Marriott. Or maybe exactly. it's just waiting on your bed when you walk into your room. But, you know, we work with all of our clients to understand what those moments are. And we sometimes work with them to uncover the moments they didn't know existed so we can help elevate them. That's perfect. And I, I think a thing that I kind of preach to my my team at the hotel here in Seaside and to any hotelier, like I have a few people that I, you know, mentor and kind of guide through the hospitality industry and even through this podcast alone, like we have, you know, over 1600 listeners that listen to, uh, to the episodes. And so what I always preach is, you know, setting a standard. Um, when I was going through basic training in AIT for the army, uh, I had a platoon sergeant who I remember this, like to my core, I can't forget this day. I, every time I think about it, I feel like I'm there. And it's, he said, you know, the army gives us a specific standard of here, why do we why do we settle for that? Why don't we set it higher? We know we're capable of more. We know we're capable to exceed and to you know thrive and to outshine this lame, not lame, obviously, but this you know basic standard of acceptance for whether it's brand or you know this is going into it. But as that was his goal, that was his his uh, his slogan that you know became our mission was to set the standard. And I think, you know, as we're tying back into, into welcome, honestly, this is, I 
kind of posted on social media that you guys are really taking, you know, your piece of the pie of hospitality and the industry in general. But really, I think you guys are coming in and setting a standard. Now, hosts that, you know, I remember when my parents first became, you know, Airbnb hosts and all that other stuff. And I started to teach them like, hey, this is, you know, a standard that your guests are going to have. Um, and I think you guys doing what you're doing is really going to set that standard for up and coming brands and generations of Airbnb and, and everybody else. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we purposely created a company that could, could frankly be, it could be copied right by a million people. There's, there's no tech that, that makes it. So we built this wall up where it's impenetrable and no one else can do it. I mean, Uh for us, we are trying to lead by example. I mean, we, 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 of course, we can get frustrated at times when people say, we'll just do it ourselves. But other times we like almost want to give each other a high five because we're like, okay, well, they weren't thinking about it before. And after talking to us, they decided to actually double down on customer experience. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something where, you know, this is the future. Um, but, you know, as things change in different industries, one thing that should never change is, you know, the level of the standard and you know you talk about your experience from your your sergeant where i i think about i just think about something as simple as grade grade point average right we yeah. always call it a, a c like that's average we all know that like you have to get an a to get into harvard but a c is average right there's these like different titles that we put on things and they really don't mean anything right so for us it's it's always thinking about in that airbnb mindset of you know, they never design anything on Airbnb's website or anything from a physical experience around a five-star experience. They're always like notoriously known for designing starting at 11 star. And you could probably go and listen to um, Brian Chesky, um, one of the co-founders, but he always talks about how whenever they think about building anything, they say, let's, let's think about the 11 star experience. Mm-hmm. And that could be as crazy as like, you know, you know, if you're if you're a golf fan or better yet, if you're a basketball fan, that could be LeBron James picking you up from the airport and taking you on a helicopter and landing you directly in front of your uh, your Airbnb. And that being like the best like entry experience for an Airbnb. And then they'll start there and then they'll dial back to five. But by okay. knowing what 11 is, then they always know that they need to always be striving for more. And we kind of adopted that and thinking about welcome is like, we can't be thinking about what the world expects the average to be. We need to always be thinking about something greater. And that's, that's just something that we don't want to be lost at, at during this incredible um, kind of like rental industry transition is happening. No, that's, that's beautiful. Um, with kind of like what you were, you were saying, cause your first impressions are everything, especially done right. But um I bet you can attest to this and probably have many testimonies on it, but I would bet that let's say somebody gets a welcome box or a host gets their, you know, their monthly subscription uh, from you guys. Um, you guys start to build a relationship. Am I, am I wrong? Because I feel like with an impression, especially that good, you're going to start building relationships, not only with the host, but possibly the guests that were just blown away or with your clients as you dive deeper and dive deeper and dive deeper into creating that experience and that first impression. Yeah, definitely. And you know, that's, that's, that's always been, it's been a challenge for us since the very beginning of, 
you know, we have this incredible opportunity to build a relationship with the guests, but because mm-hmm. our business is, is frankly not a, a business to business business. It's a business to business to guest business or think yeah. B to B to C where we sell to the host um, who is the business and then they gift it to their guests. So we're always one removed from the guest. You know, one, one change that we have made um, that we're actually just fin- finishing up our pilot with is essentially because we, d- we consider ourselves a discovery platform because of the uh-huh. brands that we're putting and curating in these boxes. So we essentially have made it so if anybody wants to redeem, um, which redeem any like really large discounts or uh, we call it like gift redemptions that come within the box. Every product we have in the box comes with a large, large discount. If you wow. are, if you really love it, you want to purchase it online. So we make it so the only way they can redeem that discount is actually coming to one of our websites, which we have landing pages for all the different types of boxes we have. Well, so you are correct because you are, you know, business to host to guest, but I would also say, and Tell me if I'm wrong, because I think you guys, not only are you creating relationships with these businesses that you're selling, but you're really forming and starting off appropriately that relationship with the guest and host. So, so those relationships in general, I'm pretty sure as you know, because can you tell us how long have you guys been open and operating and going on? Yeah, we're still really young. Um, You know, the business has been around or the the idea started around a year and some change ago. However, we launched a little over five months ago. Um, So we we knew that, you know, when we launched, it was, it was something where we were going to have to hit the ground running pretty quick. So, you know, we, we, we launched the website and the website was purely again, just um, direct to individual hosts. And that did really well. Um, But we also wanted to make sure we took advantage of, some, you know, outside opportunities of working directly with some of these other companies that were up and coming in this rental space, both long-term, long-term being like apartment leasing and some of these co-living spaces all the way to the short-term, like some of the the smaller ones, not as big as Airbnb, like Turnkey or um, like Zeus Living, some of these other ones. So we um, also partner with larger businesses, curate custom boxes for them. Um, and they essentially order them in bulk and then distribute them to each one of their guests whenever they come in. Perfect. Well, hey, we're getting close on uh, 30 minutes. So I want to take a just a, a quick break for uh, an ad, a sponsorship here. And then uh, we'll we'll dive a little bit back in into kind of origin and some other other topics for this. All right. Sounds good. All right. And we're back. So everybody, um, again, we have Drew, the CEO and co-founder of um, Welcome. It's a pretty much the most badass hospitality box you will find out there. Um, so we just kind of talked about a little origin, a little bit of future. And I really kind of want to dive in because I was blown away. And Drew, when we had this conversation over the phone, uh, when we like first talked about this episode, um, I was kind of mad at myself that I didn't come up with this idea sooner. Cause I, you know, <laughs> like I said, like it's a brilliant, you guys just, I think you did it perfectly. If I, you know, did it, I probably wouldn't have thought of every aspect the way you guys did. And I think you guys did it perfectly, but, um, my, my big thing, and I am always about, you know, creating something unique, um, 
you guys, when did, I guess what I'm trying to ask and get to is the start of the story because you, you told me a little bit about it. And when we were talking, I don't think I could have really dove into the details that you guys did on, you know, white label marketing and brand partnership and all these other things that you've created. Um, but what sparked it for you? What made that shoot off in your head thinking this is what we're going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good question. So uh, before I even jump into anything, I think it's really good to point out that there are some entrepreneurs that are just born to do everything. And there's other ones that have really, really great superpowers and just need to find someone else that um, can add to, to those exactly. superpowers and fill in, fill in the blanks that you can't fill yourself. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a partner, a guy named Nick Chin, who, um, who is essentially the yin to my yang, um, as I am someone that is sales big time visionary kind of individual, um, business development can, you know, can, can essentially open up a lot of really great relationships. Um, and Nick is a really great executor COO of sorts. Um, yeah. so, um, Nick and I were actually on a boys trip. We were in San Diego and we had, we were just with some friends, um, um, in San Diego for the weekend. And we go into a really beautiful Airbnb. Um, one of the kind of places where you walk in, you're like someone, beautifully put this together. There was a lot of thought to design and so forth. Um, the biggest issue being is, um, of course there was nothing in the, there was nothing in the, in the refrigerator. There was nothing on the counters. Even when you go in the bathroom, there were two bathrooms and there was very, there was one very small piece of soap in yeah. each bathroom. Um, boys being boys, we didn't go out and buy anything else. You know, we just said, okay, like when, once it starts getting annoying, we'll, we'll, we'll start thinking about this. So the day we were leaving, you know, at this point, you know, the pieces of soap were just not something anyone wanted to use. Um, yeah, and it turned out just, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. It turned out just being Nick and I in the, in the, um, in the apartment. And I actually walked in before my shower and I was like, just holding the piece of soap in my hand. I was like, dude, this is an issue. This is, <laughs> this is a really big issue. And he started laughing and, you know, jokingly, I was like, you know, I was like, this is something that I think there's a solution there. Um, and we should probably explore it. And he was in agreement, you know, it was right when we were getting, before we were getting ready to leave. So we both hopped on our plane and we went our separate ways. And I was, we were just texting back and forth like crazy before our flight, once we landed and um, we met the following day and decided to um, start exploring the idea. Um, and it actually really like the, the whole spark came from us deciding to just invest in the design of the box early on there's a great company called 99 designs um and really just real quick the 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 idea behind this company is essentially you can pay a certain amount of money and then thousands of designers across the world will bid on your project so nick and i wrote up a quick proposal saying this is the company this is the type of box we want to build and then yeah. we spent six hundred dollars and that got it. So we got 50 different submittals for this box, which meant every single one of these submittals came with a high level box design. And then through mm. that process, we would cut out 25 and then 25 and we give some feedback, 25 more would come in. We cut it out. 10 more would come in. We cut it out. Five more would come in. We'd give some more feedback. And then there was three more and then we could choose one. So after the span of around a week and a half, we ended up actually choosing the box design. That's actually the box you see on the website today. Um, but you all know, like 
one one thing anybody really needs to get things get things going is to see a a visual um something or a visual of your idea and all of a sudden like that's a lot of times all the inspiration you need to keep running nick and i were really excited after seeing this this box and and so Nick at this point was like, okay, like, what do we do next? And I said, just let me do what I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I actually just started cold calling a bunch of different brands and pitching them the idea. What I said early on, right? We're a, a, a subscription box for short-term rental hosts um, to gift to their guests. And within that box, half of it is bathroom amenities and the other half is on-the-go snacks. And we think about mm-hmm. snacks as sweet, salty, and sick. So you give to anybody that's listening right now and maybe is going through a horrible time emotionally or physically with an abusive situation um anything that you would love to say yes um so i being myself i was also in an emotionally abusive relationship um and one quote after i got myself out of the relationship because you tend to look back and question why 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 like why this why that um is love is blinding. And essentially I think that speaks volumes and you can let that speak whatever volumes to you, to you that it means or that whatever you want to make it. So I think love is extremely blinding. And when you are in that situation, everyone on the outside can tell you you're in that situation, but until you realize it yourself, you are not going to understand. So please, please, please reach out to people. Be very open and honest about your relationship if you see any red flags because those people that love you and surround you and support you are going to be the ones to help you get out of the situation. Any red flags, like even if you think it's silly, please reach out to someone, ask for advice, ask for help. There are so many different different resources. There are hotlines, there are websites, there are shelters, there are homes. Please know that you are not alone and that you can get yourself out of the situation and that it's not your fault. Don't ever blame yourself. And with time and with courage, you will get out of that situation. Amen. All right. Well, that's it for today's Slick Talk. Go ahead and check out the website and you'll see all the links in the description below. Thank you, Gabby. And we will talk very soon. Thanks, Will. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Comes and checks in, and that that front desk agent is grumpy and obtuse and and rude. Then they're very unlikely to come back. They're very unlikely to leave a positive review. They're very unlikely to tell their friends. So. To me, the front desk staff, the reservationists, the the maintenance crew, the housekeeping, all of those people are part of the marketing team. And I think more and more properties should spend the time to educate those folks as part of their ongoing training on the important role they play when it comes to marketing the property. I couldn't agree more. And it goes kind of like right back into what you were saying, you know, getting the marketing team out of their, their office. Uh, we have a saying at my property that, you know, actions speak louder than manager meetings. Manager <laughs> meetings are great. Um, they help us. They're, you know, as a, as a leadership staff, it's definitely, I'm not discrediting them, but, um, you know, we can have so many of them and kind of get caught up in the, the role of the meeting and just kind of the, the routine yeah. versus actually implementing the actions, actually telling your team, you know, what the vision is and communicating the vision properly 
to where they can then go out and spread it themselves. It's kind of, I look at it like the 12 disciples, you know, you got to sell the vision, get them to do it and then have them go out and speak and, and yeah. go do that. So, and it's also, you get more respect, you get more, um, I guess your team is more willing to be on your side than if, you know, they see you on the ground to, dealing yeah. with the guests. Yeah, and you know sure. they, they're more willing to go to battle for you um, when it's appropriate than they are if they're just trained to work the front desk, check ins, check out, uh, guest relation questions, and all that other stuff, and then just go home. Uh, versus you know they're they're given a passion, they're given an example of what it looks like to to lead from the front line instead yeah. of the back. Yeah, and you can always tell. I mean, just reading reviews or the first time you step on a property, you can always tell what type of manager that there is there or management team there is there. There's, you know, there's folks that will will lead by example, exactly like you're describing, where they're out and they have their finger on the pulse of the guest and they're talking to the guest with a smile on their face and, you know, engaging in conversation because that that's how you learn about the the, the good things you're doing, the bad things you're doing, what you need to change. Um, but then there's other managers that sit in their office all day looking at spreadsheets and P&Ls and, you know, they don't have a clue about what's going on. And, and you can, it's a very different vibe because that trickles down to every staff member. You can tell if the front desk person is engaged and happy and, and felt, feels like they're led by someone in the hospitality industry because it, it, it just exudes from them. But the folks that are just very mundane and they go through the routine and they just they don't make eye contact and they don't have a smile, yeah. just the simple things, it always comes down to leadership. Because um, at well, the end of the day, it's either they weren't trained or they were the wrong person to be hired. Either way, it's a leadership problem. And it's fixable exactly. if you just get away from the spreadsheets and go and shake hands with the guests and, sh and show, by example, how to be hospitable, how to be an innkeeper. Well, and also have to, you know, get behind the desk and do the job and yeah, do what's sure. needed to, to make. Um, I also love the, because with our property, one of our maintenance guys is actually being trained in night audit. And this is like his first time with guest relations and guest service. So I think it's really important also to, like, kind of like we talked about prior to this episode is the collaboration between um, between departments and different mm -hmm. um, different teams of the hotel yep. in order to, because now my night auditor has the ability to fix the TV, fix the fireplace, fix the other tub because he knows that, but then also relate on a human level where, mm -hmm. you know, he's not just a maintenance guy who's coming in um, to fix something and is out the door. He's actually able to hold a conversation and, you know, yeah. make things right as a human. Um, so I think it's definitely important. Obviously, it's not everybody is going to be, um, you know, be able to be cross-trained at a hotel, but I think having the collaboration, like you said, you know, getting everybody a little bit of training on how to talk to people and how to handle either, you know, stressful situations with guests or even just the overall good, pleasant conversation it takes to, to, to carry on while you're, you know, fixing the AC or doing something in, into the room um, or even silver service with the hotel or the, the housekeeping team. Mm -hmm. it just it all comes down to the little touches i think it is it's the small details and it's those human interactions you look at any review platform out there and the reviews that are on the either extreme either the, the the really positive or the really negative almost always reference an interaction with the person 
you know, either Definitely. the front desk staff were really rude and grumpy or the front desk staff were really helpful and nice and answered all my questions. Those are, those are what drive the extremes, you know? So every interaction every staff member has, whether that is the, the housekeeper or the maintenance person or the front desk or the GM, it doesn't matter. Every interaction you have with every guest is an opportunity to build loyalty, to improve the relationship or to destroy the relationship, you know? So you've got to make sure every every interaction ends up positively influencing the outcome and uh it's it's not that hard you know it's treating people how they want to be treated being friendly being empathetic you know it's it's basic human nature it's easy to do but you've got to step out of your day-to-day grind because it's easy when you're a maintenance person that's got to go and fix seven things on your to-do list to try to rush through that and and you know get to the next one as quickly as possible, and you can come across a little rude when you do that. But take that extra mm-hmm. minute or two minutes or three minutes. One, you'll have a better day, but two, that person is more likely to come back and, and stay with you. We we always say one of the things we we tell our clients is your your best next guest is the person that's currently on property right now, and the next right. best guest after them is their friends and family because they tend to be sim- they tend to hang out in tribes of similar people who are obviously going to match up well with your property because this person already selected you. So you should be doing everything you can to to encourage that guest to come and stay with you again and to go and spread the positive sentiment with their network of friends both online and in real life. If you do that, then it, it's it's 50% of the battle in terms of driving direct bookings because now you've got this ongoing influx of new business coming back and again and again and again, and they're more likely to book direct because they already have that established relationship with you. So, you know that that one conversation with with each guest, one interaction with every guest that comes in the door that's positive and encourages them to come back, encourages them to book direct, encourages them to leave a positive review. Every one interaction you have is going to save you dollars you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on your marketing budget because you're doing the hard work already. You're making connections yeah, and, with real people. And you, yeah, you don't need to attract new guests. You already have enough that are right. coming back and wanting to stay more. And it's crazy because coming from the front desk side, like that's where I rose from the ranks was the front desk. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's, you know, in that moment when you have a line at the door and you're trying to just rush the check-in, it yep. seems like a very long time. Yeah. But when you actually take the extra 30 seconds to say, hey, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, I noticed that you um, brought your dog. Totally awesome. I love the whatever you know type of breed it is. And then you, you go out of your way, just add you know a little bit extra off the script. Yep. And then just kind of, you know, whatever it is and add an extra, you know, word that, you know, and a, a tone to your voice that can really flip it around and make the rush and you know, make it seem like it's a smooth transaction, but not also rushing the guests as well to get out of your face. Yeah. It's what, you know, it's the very minimal thing you can do. And it's very, it feels like a long time. And trust me, I've been there, but it's really not. It was 30 seconds, maybe. Yeah. And so, and, and like you said, I love how, cause you know, you're not spending as much money on the marketing budget to get new guests and to turn them into loyal guests. You already have enough loyal guests that are advocates for you so mm-hmm. that's when it becomes like you said everyone is the marketing team everyone yeah. is the voice of the property everyone is the brand and especially with boutiques you know um versus 
a Holiday Inn or a, you know, a Best Western that has a bunch of brand marketing power behind them, you get to make the make the brand unique and make that brand, you know, make the budgeting dollars work for you in a real big way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we did an episode of the podcast, and it was probably a year and a half ago now, but I think it was episode 81 where it was the top 10 ways to drive direct bookings in 2018. And and what we did is it was kind of a fun exercise where there's four of us on the show and we each went and wrote down our top 10 and then we kind of negotiated through it. So we all said what our number 10 was and and justified it and we went up from 10 to 1. And my number one way to drive direct bookings, the thing you can invest in more than anything else, and and I still stand by this. Everyone else kind of debated it because they were talking about, oh, you've got to have a frictionless mobile website and you know email marketing and all this stuff that people traditionally think of as marketing. But my number one to this day is investing in people at the property. Because if you do that right, the rest is going to take care of itself. If you do that wrong, then no amount of money you can spend is going to keep you sustainable as a business. You've got to get sure, the right people and train them the right way. That's the most important thing you can do. I love that you just said that. That is literally our, oh gosh, I, I love it. That was perfect. That, that is literally my favorite way and the only way I think that you can really make it work in the top 10 ways for direct bookings. Yep. And like you said, part of the training them the right way is training them to care. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if they don't care, you can't train that, but they have to have some kind of, you know, self-reflection of saying, okay, I do care about people. I do care about this job. I do care about, you know, this team or whatever it is, um, you know, so training them to care, but also training them to be direct and not, mm-hmm. you know, beat around the bush when it comes to guests saying like, if you know that the guest checked in and they booked on booking.com or Expedia or hotels.com or whatever it is. When they check out, say, hey, I saw that you booked on this. We would love to get you to book us directly. Here's my card. Please feel free to call me anytime you feel like you want to come back. And just literally just be honest and open with it. Yeah. Because like you said, then there's just another opportunity that that staff member has given the guests to connect with them. So they've opened up the door again. And so I I love that you just said that because it's literally our, our mission. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's all about personal relationships. And when you do that, when you Definitely. have an authentic conversation with a guest, and, and, and it is, it has to come from an authentic place. You have to mean it. You know, and you touched on this earlier with Ritz Carlton, where they used to do the cards with the three things, and it became really unauthentic because you yeah. cannot scale authenticity. It's impossible, right? You, you can't find a me- mechanism to duplicate authenticity and keep it authentic. It's, it's just, it takes away from the essence of what being authentic means. So genuinely caring about not just, you know, the property, but more importantly, the guest and why yeah. explaining to them, Hey, I'd love for you to book direct. You know, it helps us as a property because we don't have to pay commissions, but more importantly, here are some things that it will help you with, you know, maybe you offer some incentives for that. Hey, we'll give you faster Wi-Fi. We'll give you free parking or free breakfast or We'll give you some incentive. We'll give you, like Hilton does, we'll give you a free bottle of water if you book direct. So here's yeah. the value proposition that we extend to you if you're booking direct. And maybe even extend yeah. that to, to I've seen, got some properties that do this where they have a, you know, they publish this on their website. If you book direct, there's the, here's all the incentives. Um, but when someone checks in, the last thing you want to do is make them feel bad or make them feel like they didn't follow the rules or that they did something no, definitely. wrong, right? So 
they check in and they book through Expedia, maybe have that conversation. Hey, just so you know, we see you book through Expedia. We'd really appreciate if you book direct. But just because this is your because this is the first time, we're going to extend to you all these things that we typically give to direct bookers. And if you want that next Definitely. time, go ahead and book direct again. So you can use you know, psychology and, and marketing strategies like that to help. But it, at the end of the day, it comes down to having personal conversations with individuals and in, in connecting with them on a human level. If you do that, then the rest of it kind of falls in place. But you, it starts with having the right staff that aren't just reading a script that genuinely care about the property and the people that come and stay there. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. And we always, for to wrap it up, we always offer our guests, you know, say, hey, book directly next time. Not only will you get these incentives like free Wi-Fi or whatever else, but you also get 15% off. And you just call us. We have all your information ready, so it's the easiest booking process you'll ever have to do. Yep. And that usually, like, you know, I would say nine out of ten times works. And so um, I couldn't agree more on your, your theology on, on all this. Yeah. So, um, and it's all done one guest at a time. I think that's what oh, everyone yeah. forgets, right? Everyone tries to create these scalable mechanisms yeah. to, to, to capture everyone all at once. It's like that's not how – this is hand-to-hand. This is hospitality. You're an innkeeper. Treat everyone like their family one, time, one at a time. And over time, that compounds, and that's how you build success sustainable success yes couldn't agree more well um Stuart, we're getting on that time and uh so for all the listeners out there i guess where can they find fuel um uh the podcast what uh you know what website should they go to what platform for the podcast should they listen on kind of more information on how they can get in touch with you guys maybe sure. uh, listen to a couple episodes yeah, so you know, our mothership is fueltravel.com, and that's where you'll learn about our marketing services and our, our software, like our mobile booking engine and, and the mobile app and the other tools that we have out there. But really, we're in the business of trying to help the hospitality industry, and in, in, we do that through education. So the podcast, you can find anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on all the major platforms. You can go to fueltravel.com slash podcast. There's an archive of all the episodes there, or you can just search anywhere on the internet for Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast, and we'll show up. And we've got over 120 episodes now of really great content that is, you know, we, we don't, we're like you, right? We're trying to help people. We don't pitch yeah. anything on the show. We're not self-serving. Um, it helps us indirectly, but every episode is really about taking in the thought or an idea or an, an approach or a strategy related to hotel marketing and just discussing it openly and debating it and giving actionable tips and tricks and advice that you can apply to your business. So whether you're a GM or a front desk reservationist or whatever it is, I think there's some value there, you know, because we're, we're teaching the basic principles of marketing and we have a lot of these type of conversations where we're talking about, you know, the, the, how operations and marketing should play together and how important that is if you want to drive a successful business. So whether you're in the marketing side of hospitality or not, I think it's a good resource for you because it's going to give you a few tips and tricks that you can discuss with your marketing team. And if you're not engaged with your marketing team, maybe this is the excuse you need to go have a conversation and say, Hey, I just listened to the fuel hotel marketing podcast. You should check it out because they said these great things about operations and marketing and how we should work together. So hopefully we can help bridge that gap. 
But yeah, fueltravel.com and fueltravel.com slash podcast. Perfect. Yeah, well, um, I like to all the listeners out there, I've started out when I started podcasting, listening to Fuel, and now to have Stuart on the show is a true blessing and <laughs> just honor. Um, so obviously, um, if you guys want to listen to their podcast, go check it out on all the platforms, especially if you listen to uh, Slick Talk on any platform, you can find them on the same thing. Um, and look forward to more content to come from us soon because I know uh, Stuart and I are going to do a little bit more collaboration now that we formed this relationship. So I'm excited. Yeah, this has been great. Thanks for having me on the show, Will. My pleasure. We'll talk soon. Okay, Stuart? Yeah, take care. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.